Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Hasbunallah wa nima al-wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cap runneth over and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Thursday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. Yesterday, I broached the subject of corruption. And I said that these days, our government officials are very reluctant to talk about corruption and the fight against corruption. Even though the president, while in opposition, had told us that he was going to use the ANAS principle to fight corruption. And we have seen how people who speak up against corruption, the likes of Professor Kabna from Pong Boating, talks about Galamse and corruption, mentions key party people, party executives mentions, members of parliament mentions, ministers of state mentions, people who work in the very heart of the presidency, chief of staffs, uh, PA Protozoa, he mentioned all those people. And Attorney General says, there is nothing that I find, you know, evidential enough to deal with the issues. But we all know what the rivers and lakes look like. We all know what the complaints of the Ghana Water Company has been. That, look, if we don't take care, we may get to the point where we'll have to import water because we are spending too much to process or to treat the water for you to drink. And they say that, look, when we harvest the water, over 40% of the water is already boiler. We know. In fact, the GJA's Journalist of the Year rose to that fame for that important award because he spoke about Galamse. And I've always said that, look, we, as a media coalition, was busy fighting our Galamse war already. We hadn't invited government. We were doing our thing. It was yielding results. Government says, oh, I want to be part of it. Then they came and they took over and they presented it to the people as if they started the fight. Today, like they can't say, any and children are dying because of that. Children are dying because of that. Children are being born with deformities because of that. Elders who do not drink, they do not smoke, they do not indulge in other lifestyle activities that may injure their liver, their kidney, whatever it is, are now presenting with those conditions. And everybody is watching. And then when the opportunity finally presented itself for us to, to rise to the occasion, we said we do not have evidence enough. Sometimes I feel bad that you're working so hard in a wrong country. And I'm not the only young person who thinks that, that way. There are many different young people who think along those lines. That you're working so hard in the wrong country. We know those who are involved in Galamse. His Royal Majesty O2-4, when we spent money to hold that there, but he said that, look, if we, if we, the people in this room, if we decide that we're going to divide them into three, 
one third of the people in there were engaged in Galamse. But I'm not surprised at the posture of the Attorney General and the silence of the government because when Haji Alima Mahama, who herself is a lawyer, who was a minister for lands and, and local government, told us that she knows the MMDCEs who are involved in Galamse, we allowed her to go with the evidence and made her an ambassador instead. So you cannot come and tell me that you are committed to fighting Galamse when in fact you are, by every step of the way, proving to us that you are not concerned about it. Because party in Yasika. And that would be one of the biggest mistakes of Professor Frimpon Bwati himself when he, he allowed himself to be caught on tape and then the, the conversation was about party in Yasika. The party needs money. For those of you who are not lettered in P, the party needs money. So it's about party first. It's not about the, 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 the people. It's not about the people being at the center. It's about party first. Party, Yasika. And day in, day out, excavators are being brought in in their multitudes. They are brought in. They are being brought in in their multitude. And I always ask the question, have we even as a country beyond all the rhetorics and the theatrics bothered to even find out who, who is bringing in which excavator? Who is clearing which excavator for who and for what? And then find out the chassis number and then trace it to the owners of those excavators. But when you go and catch somebody doing illegal mining in the bush somewhere in a Tiwa or whichever forest it is, and then you only take the motor motherboard or whatever board it is, and then you burn it, and then you make a public show of it and catch a few small, small uh, boys, mobrowers who are earning 80 cities, 120 cities, 300 cities per day for doing galamsey for some big fish, and then you make an example of them by jailing them, and then you leave the big fish. They always have the financial muscle to hire other people to go and perpetrate that greed and fraud and rape of the state. Have we decided to follow those, those men we catch in the pit, arrest in the pit, and say, take us to your master? Have we decided to do that? We are not committed to fighting Galamse because the real beneficiaries of Galamse are the ones who are pretending that they are fighting Galamse. It's akin to somebody who sits in a classroom with you, steals your money for lunch, and then decides to help you to look for money your money that has been stolen for life. He is actually directing you and showing you where to look for your stolen money. Meanwhile, the money is at his back pocket. That is how those who are supposed to be leading us to fighting Galamsey are doing. I'm saying, I'm sorry, I repeat, when we were in primary school, there are people who steal your money for lunch and then they will come to you and sympathize and empathize with you and then they will help you to start looking for the money which they have in, at their back pocket but they will be helping you to look for the money that is what the government is doing they know the people who are involved in Galamsey at least Haji Alima Muhammad said it that we know the people and then when you say they say oh, bring us evidence the president says bring us evidence Professor Fimpon Bartin brought us evidence what happened to him he is not being vilified He's one of the few people who's been vilified. But you see, I will again blame, Prof, blame Professor Dyer and the rest who are now speaking up. Because in the past, when we spoke up, while they were in government, they also didn't corroborate what we were saying. Today, they are corroborating what we are saying, and even louder. Professor Stephen Adair is talking about looting, and that we are looting as if there's no tomorrow. 
when did the good prof come to this realization? Was it after he left the NDPC job? Or was it after he left the board chairmanship of the Ghana Revenue Authority? When did he come to this realization? Because we had said it here, that that was indeed happening. You see where the problem is? Show me the picture of the National Cathedral. Before that, show me Johannesburg. You know, I recently returned to, from South Africa. So uh, John Williams consult in South Africa, uh, 3FM. And, and when we were up uh, from Cape Town coming into Johannesburg, we saw this. I was sitting with another Ghanaian who went on the trip with us. When we saw it, the only thing he said was National Cathedral. When we saw this, the only thing he said was National Cathedral, and then we burst into laughter. But this is a mining area. You know, Johannesburg, they mine a lot of gold, so this is a mining area. When we saw it, we thought it was the National Cathedral. Now, I will prove to you, keep this picture in mind. Now, show us the National Cathedral picture. Between this one and that one, is that not almost the same? If you take the iron rods from there, and you take the machines from there, that is almost the same. Show us the other picture. Show us Johannesburg, and then you show us National Cathedral. So people can make sense of what I'm saying. Take the machines off. Look at it. And then mirror it against, against our National Cathedral. Just take the iron rods. Just take the iron rods from the place. That's it. This most expensive hole in the world has turned men of God against men of God. To the point where men of God are calling other men of God liars in public. This hole. This very hole has also created a certain kind of tension and people assume that when you talk about it, you hate God, you don't like God, etc. But how did we arrive at the National Cathedral? It was Nanado Dankwe Kufuado in seeking for a second term. He said that if God gives him a second term, he will build a cathedral for him in appreciation. He didn't say we, he said him. Because I am not president. I will not receive ex gratia. I still pay taxes, unlike the president. I still don't drive around with a V8 in a vehicle. I still don't have a long convoy. I still don't talk to chiefs with their left hand. I still don't talk down to people. I still don't uh, decide not to engage the media, but to actually bring children together to come and give me hype. Pre-proposed questions. A president has failed to meet the press since 2019. Rather, he gathers school children, and then they come and ask him questions that have been prepared for the children to ask him. He's using children, taking advantage of them to, do, to hype himself. Why not engage the media so that the media can come and ask you? There will, there will be those who sing praises, but there will be some of us who will ask you questions. In fact, the last time we had a media encounter, nobody from media general, all our six media houses, nobody from our six media houses was allowed to ask a question. The record is there. It was on live TV. The record is there. Nobody from all the six. Other media houses had three, four chances to ask questions. We, nobody from 3FM, nobody from TV3, nobody from Connect FM, nobody from Akuma FM, nobody from Onya FM, nobody from Onya TV, nobody from 3 News was allowed to ask a question. At the Jubilee House. That is when I decided that it was a total waste of time when they invite you to some of these things because they already have the people they want to ask questions. But look at the National Cathedral. 
Today, the very men of God who preached in church and made us all feel that we were doing something and that we, we do not like God and we do not love God, they are running away from the vision of the cathedral. And now other men of God are calling them liars. Integrity and honesty is at play. But you still have a few men of God who are still there who are stuck with it because I don't know what pact they have. But if you look at how much we have spent in the National Cathedral, the cathedral which was Akufado's personal promise to God, and how much we have spent as we speak now, and consider how we are playing hanky-panky with the flood victims in the Volta region, the flood victims in the Savannah region, the flood, uh, the uh, tidal waves victims in Keta and all those places. If you ask yourself, couldn't we have used the monies for do that thing? Now, Senior Kwame Zivaka is telling us to move on because the National Cathedral is not a possibility. So we have wasted money. We have broken down homes of judges and companies. We are paying compensation. Some people have taken us to court. We have a, a fictitious character holding two passports, trying so hard to, to, to stamp and st stampede and stifle those who are speaking up. I mean, they, they, we are building a house of truth on a foundation of lies. And all that that says that the Lord voices are quiet. On the judgment day, Ebeya Fekeke. On the judgment day, Ebeya Fekeke. Let's move away from that. Take me to National Theatre. I've showed you how the National Theatre, the auditorium in the VIP area, is in a, a bad shape. I've told you how the National Theatre is smelling. I've showed you the board members of the National Theatre. Now let me take you to the lobby. Show me the chairs, the chairs from the National Theatre. Just show me. There are chairs from the National Theatre that exhibitors come and sit on. Oliver, where are the pictures? There are chairs from the National Theatre where exhibitors come and sit on those chairs. And you should see the chairs. These were chairs that were acquired many years ago. I told you I was, I was born and bred at the National Theatre, so I know what I'm talking about. Show me the pictures, please. The chairs. Very, very unattractive chairs. Very unattractive chairs. Dirty, torn chairs. National theater. Those who go there regularly, those who go and exhibit their stuff, those who go there to be in the foyer when there are programs, they know what I'm talking about. The National Theater has sunk. It does not sink you. It has sunk. And every day I will continue showing you. So this, this, this was the auditorium. I'm, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about chairs, single chairs. Oliver, I sent that video to you yesterday. Single chairs. Single chairs. Well, we'll move away from that. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Dr. Baumia. He made a promise, a very beautiful promise. We're throwing back. We'll, I'll bring you the National Theatre chairs when they find it. But play Dr. Balmier's video for me. Page 155 of the 2020 Manifesto of the New Patriotic Party. 
There's a proportion that says, through the Zongo Development Fund, in collaboration with Get Fund, the next government of the MPP shall build 16 model senior high schools in Zongo communities across the 16 regions of the country. We want to make sure that we focus on education in the Zongo communities. So we are building in each of the 16 regions. We are building model senior high schools in Zongo communities in the 16 region. So we have 16 model senior high schools in the 16 regions of Ghana in the Zongo communities. So that was Honorable Mustafa Hamid. And I tell you, Dr. Mustafa Hamid is uh, an Islamic cleric and he's also a PhD holder. So when he speaks, it carries a lot of weight because in academia he's respected and on the religious front he's also respected. And then there is Dr. Baumia, who is the PhD holder, uh, economic messiah and whiskey. When he speaks, he's also respected. They were the ones who were busy criticizing the former government of promising to build e-blocks and failed to build it. Meanwhile, they promised to build 350 secondary schools from scratch. I wonder how many has been built so far. But the most important thing is that the Zongo caucus and the Zongo community was used heavily to campaign. You remember we'll convert Nima to East Ligon? You remember that? You remember we'll have sky trains? You remember that? You remember we'll have uh, hostels at Agbogloshi for the Kaya? You remember that? So many of the promises were made to the Zongos and other communities. Now I am asking where the 16 secondary schools, the model 16 schools in the Zongos, where are they? We are already almost done with the seventh year of the government. It said in the second term. So we have done year one, year two, year three is almost ended. So we asked Dr. Mustafa Hamid, and then we asked Dr. Baumia where the model schools for the Zongo communities are. The Zongo communities are part of the people who will vote come Saturday. So that's a question to ask them. And you know, in the wake of the second term of the government, Eh? Mr. Eugenine wrote a letter from the presidency suggesting to us that the six special ministries that were created, special initiatives, Zongo, uh, all of those ones, had finished achieving the reason for which they were set up. So they have now been absorbed as agencies under the presidency. So now the question we ask is that the 16 secondary schools, model secondary schools, as you heard in the tape, it was a manifesto promise. Where are the secondary schools? Where are the secondary schools in the Zongos? Where are the secondary schools? And you know, talking about schools, give me two minutes. Talking about schools, yesterday I put up uh, the video of some chairs that have been exposed at the Kaneshi uh, Bishop 1 and 2, Kaneshi Anglican St. Joseph Primaries. I put up a picture, a video there, because it has been on the rain for about a month. Guess what? Yesterday, an informant from the school told me that, oh, it is not the fault of the teachers or the headmasters and the headmistresses that you have these things there. It is because Mayor Kwachosaki, she has traveled. And they want somebody to come and emboss, because the assembly is property, emboss the name of the assembly on these chairs that have been at the mercy of the sun and rain, all right, before they could be moved. Mayor has traveled. The municipal coordinating director is sitting there. 
there are many different officials, including the head of the education unit of the assembly. They are sitting there. And because mayor has traveled, that's my information. That's because mayor has traveled. So all the supervisors, everybody, everybody is sitting. And the chairs are rotting away on the sun and the rain. They didn't buy it with their pocket money. It is our taxes. And they need the chairs in the classroom. Well, yesterday, one of the one of the the, the, the people in the school told uh, you know my, my, one of my informers that look, they need the chairs in the school. The chairs are there and they are helpless because mayor has travelled. Mayor has travelled. <coughs> Take me to national theatre. I want them to see the chair. That's what we're closing with. I want them to see the chairs at the National Theatre, what I spoke about. Before somebody comes to say that, I am, I'm just saying something. Just show them the chairs. The chairs at the National This is it. National Theatre, you pay money. Aside paying money to be in a smelly space, you also pay money for air conditioners, about 8000 So National Theatre in, in itself is not willing to fix the original air conditioners that were there when the likes of Koko Amatefio... And the rest were there. They were they're not interested in fixing the boat because there's a contractor who is providing the air conditioning services and they get a cut from it. So they are not willing to solve their own problem. Just like what Kolebu is doing. Kolebu is not willing to fix its own oxygen plant because there's a contractor who is bringing oxygen and somebody gets a cut from it. These are the chairs at National Theater. In the foyer, this one. Global embarrassment. Look at it. Global embarrassment. The chair has even been padded at the back. Look at it. National Theater. This was a gift. The National Theater in itself was, is a gift from the Chinese government. A gift. Oh, they gave it to us for free. We didn't spend a cobble in building it. Manage it, we can't. Look at the chairs. Such a shame. But you have a, you have a whole board. They sit and take board allowances at the National Theatre. Yesterday, I showed you their pictures. You have a whole management at the National Theatre. They sit, and this morning, they will take their bath, tell their families they are going to work, to do what work exactly. This one, I'll take you to the restaurant the next time. And then I'll take you to the washroom the next time. This is the National Theatre. This is it. Charlie, good morning. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise.